Привет! С вами Self-Care Focus. Проект, который помогает приобретать знания и заботиться о себе. Перед сном вы слушаете историю на английском, изучаете язык и засыпаете. Вы уже просмотрели карточки со словами, поэтому сейчас закройте глаза и расслабьтесь. There was once a velveteen rabbit, and in the beginning he was really splendid. He was fat and bunchy, as a rabbit should be. His coat was spotted brown and white, he had real thread whiskers, and his ears were lined with pink. On Christmas morning, he was waiting at the top of the boy holiday stocking. There were other things in the stocking, too. There were nuts and oranges, a toy engine, chocolate almonds, and a clockwork mouse. But the rabbit was quite the best of it all. For at least two hours, the boy loved him. But then aunts and uncles came to dinner, and in the excitement of looking at all the new presents, the velveteen rabbit was forgotten. For a long time he lived in the toy cupboard or in the nursery floor and no one thought very much about him. He was naturally shy and being only made of velveteen, some of the more expensive toys quite snubbed him. The mechanical toys were very superior and looked down upon everyone else. They were full of modern ideas and pretended that they were real. But the rabbit thought they were all stuffed with sawdust, just like himself. The rabbit was made to feel very insignificant and commonplace, and the only person who was kind to him was the skin horse. The skin horse had lived longer in the nursery than any of the others. He was so old that his brown coat was bald in patches, and most of his hair and his tail had been pulled out. He was wise, for he had seen a long succession of mechanical toys arrive and pass away, and he knew that they were only toys and would never turn into anything else. For nursery magic is very strange and wonderful, and only those playthings that are old and wise and experienced, like the skin horse, understand all about it. What is real? asked the rabbit one day, when they were lying side by side on the floor before Nana came to tidy the room. Does it mean having things that buzz inside you and a stick-out handle? Real isn't how you're made, said the skin horse. It's something that happens to you. It's when a child loves you for a long, long time, not just to play with, but really loves you. That's when you become real. Does it hurt? asked the rabbit. Sometimes it does, said the skin horse, for he was always truthful. When you're real, you don't mind being hurt. 
does it happen at once, like being wound up, or bit by bit? It doesn't happen all at once, said the skin horse. You become. It takes a long time. That's why it doesn't happen often to those who break easily, or have sharp edges, or who have to be carefully kept. Generally, by the time you're real, most of your hair has been loved off, and your eyes drop out and you get loose in the joints and very shabby. But these things don't matter at all, because once you're real, you can't be ugly, except to people who don't understand. I suppose you're real, said the rabbit, but the skin horse only smiled. The boy's uncle made me real, he said. That was many years ago. But once you're real, you cannot become unreal again. It lasts for always. The rabbit sighed. He thought it would be a long time before the magic called real happened to him. He longed to become real, to know what it felt like. And yet the idea of growing shabby and losing his eyes and whiskers was rather sad. He wished that he could become it without these uncomfortable things happening to him. There was a person called Nana who ruled at a nursery. Sometimes she took no notice of the playthings lying about, and sometimes, for no reason whatever, she went swooping about like a great wind and hustled from away in cupboards. She called this tidying up, and the playthings all hated it, especially the tin ones. The rabbit didn't mind it so much, but wherever he was thrown, he came down soft. One evening, when the boy was going to bed, he couldn't find the china dog that always slept with him. Nana was in a hurry, and it was too much trouble to hunt for china dog at bedtime, so she simply looked about her, and seeing that the toy cupboard door was open, she made a swoop. Here, she said, take your old bunny. He'll do sleep with you. And she dragged the rabbit out by one ear and put him into the boy's arms. That night, and for many nights after, the velveteen rabbit slept in the boy's bed. At first, he found it rather uncomfortable, for the boy hugged him very tight, and sometimes he rolled over on him, and sometimes he pushed him out so far under the pillow that the rabbit could scarcely breathe. And he missed, too, those long, moonlit hours in the nursery when all the house was silent and his talks with the skin horse. But very soon he grew to like it, for the boy used to talk to him and made nice tunnels for him under the bedclothes that he said were like the burrows the real rabbits live in. And they had splendid games together in whispers when Nana had gone away for her supper and left the nightlight burning on the mantelpiece. And when the boy dropped off to sleep, the rabbit would snuggle down close under his little warm chin and dream with the boy's hands clasped close round him all night long. 
So the time went on, and the little rabbit was very happy, so happy that he never noticed how his beautiful velveteen fur was getting shabbier and shabbier, and all the pink rubbed off his nose where the boy had kissed him. Spring came, and they had long days in the garden. For wherever the boy went, the rabbit went too. He had rides in the wheelbarrow and picnics on the grass, and lovely fairy huts built for him under the raspberry canes behind the flower border. And once, when the boy was called away suddenly to go out to tea, the rabbit was left out on the lawn until long after dusk. And Nana had to come and look for him with a candle, because the boy couldn't go to sleep unless he was there. He was wet through with the dew and quite earthy from diving into the burrows the boy had made for him in the flower bed, and Nana grumbled as she rubbed him off with a corner of her apron. "You must have your old bunny," she said. "Fancy all that fuss for a toy." The boy sat up in a bed and stretched out his hands. "Give me the bunny," he said. "You mustn't say that he isn't a toy. He's real." When the little rabbit heard that, he was so happy, for he knew that what the skin horse had said was true at last. The nursery magic had happened to him, and he was a toy no longer. He was real. The boy himself had said it. That night he was almost too happy to sleep, and so much love stirred in his little sawdust heart that it almost burst. And into his boot-button eyes, that had long ago lost their polish, there came a look of wisdom and beauty, so that even Nana noticed in the next morning when she picked him up and said. That old bunny has got quite a knowing expression. That was a wonderful summer.